I was doing the math in my head. It's hot in here. Are you guys sweating? No, it's just you. No, it's just you. (laughs) (laughs) Just for context. I used to (laughs) take part in some sort of golf. So before the truth comes. But then other things I won't pay for, like speaking to a dietitian or going to a doctor or my taxes, like certain things I'm just not going to pay because it's not worth it to me. Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of The Cable Connection. We are the premier podcast delving into the world of telecommunications. I feel really bad. I kind of yelled at all of you to shut up right before I started recording. Yeah, we're all hurt. <laughs> it's, a, it's okay. It's your one opportunity to pull rank on us. It'll never happen again. We'll just shut them out later. In this lifetime. We discuss the who, what, where, how, and why of all things cable. Today, our hosts are Jono, Paul, Steve, and yes... Drum roll, please. That probably sounded freaking horrible on the mics. Yeah, it did. The much anticipated Chud Patori. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Crap. Chad. <laughs> How do we, and, and it's not Patori. <laughs> so he messed that whole thing up. That's Chad Patori. Do you remember uh, back with the old podcast? I called you Chud Patori one day. Yes. And I just I always had that in the in the in the. Wow. Well, I hope I live up to the expectation oh yeah dude we haven't even gotten through the intro yet and we're already having fun (laughs) the expectation of chud all right (laughs) we are brought to you in part do you care if we say your last name? i think we've said all of our last name it's chad pattery we and yesterday was his birthday yay Yay. st patty's day (laughs) (laughs) we are brought to you in part by the chesapeake chapter of the sCTE all thoughts and opinions are those of the cast and we do not represent anyone other than ourselves all right, we got through that. Yeah. Holy cow. Man, you sounded like ridiculousness. Yeah. I'm not sending any copies because they will not be produced put by the producers or whatever they say. Oh, is that the oh the show with the Rob opening Dudek? show? Yeah. Funny. After Robin Big, I just I didn't Robin care Big anymore. was a good show. I miss that show. I've never watched that show. So yeah, so if you are former fans of our old podcast, I am. You will know that Chad and I had a podcast that was former. (laughs) He has been one of the forefathers of this show from the beginning. But in the spirit of today's episode, he has had a lot going on behind the scenes. Yes, We all manage our lives, but he's kind of a mess. So he's fine. (laughs) When John has got to manage one life. It's a little bit easier than six. <laughs> Just putting that out there. <laughs> but so our topic today is balancing home and personal life. And Good we topic. thought we have been wanting to do this was literally going to be our first episode uh, topic. But we were like, how 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 poetic would it be that one of the guys who's like one of the, the backbones of this podcast that hasn't been able to be here because of doing so much stuff outside of work. Let's wait for him. So we're finally here. We finally got Chad in. He quit everything. He he moved out into a bungalow <laughs> up on the mountain, has no more family. Wait, that's you. 
He's got all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the bungalow. I don't know. Not the family thing. <laughs> He's got all the time in the world to talk about everything. And we all have very different and I would say interesting Absolutely. lives. Like we're all very wow. different. I don't know how I'd say interesting. We all have very different well, hectic lives, <laughs> but we're all brought together by cable. So one common bond. What is what is speaking of bonds? No, I'm just kidding. Oh no! I had to throw the uh, cable thing into it. Common bonds. I'm like bond. Well, that was what, what's funny is Chad doesn't know that he was actually on episode like three or four because I just took an old episode and put him on it, but he doesn't get any copyright or uh, royalties to it. So I got the whole check. I'm just waiting for the big check to come in the mail. <laughs> but um, so why don't we start off with uh, let's just say what since you're the special guest, basically, even though you're a host, what has kept you from us? Like it sounded negative, but I mean, like what? Ha- like Basically we're talking you. about life. John, no, I mean, that's pretty much what it sums up to. <laughs> like I can't avoid this guy forever. Oh, just family and outside life. Like I, I, not everyone knows, but I got four kids, so me and my wife juggle six different schedules. It's hard, and I'm a coach. I coach volleyball very heavily in that. Go Cougs. Go Cougars. And it's it's just extremely hard, and that's why this is such a great great topic to touch on. Yep, because we work, we have our family life, and it's just a lot of hours. Now, just in case anyone doesn't notice, Chad has a very thick accent. He's clearly a West resident Virginia. of Alabama. He <laughs> he's like, not from this planet. Bama. He he was born and raised in in the Bayou. Is it by you in Alabama? It's in Louisiana, it's Louisiana. but okay, it's close. <laughs> he's he's not Celtic. What's a Leotian? What are the people that like speak I'm French? Like Bobby Boucher. What? Yeah, like <laughs> Canadians. No, what's what are the French talking people that do Creole? Voodoo? Creole. He's Creole, and he moved to West Virginia. I'm what sure. I'm sure he does like a good gumbo. So yeah, he Never. loves. What do you call the little things that look like lobsters? Shrimp. Shrimp? <laughs> Shrimp or crab. Oh, my God. So, does he yeah, even know what a crawdad is? Yeah, the yeah. crawfish? Crawfish. Exactly. If you're actually wow. Southern, I think you call them crawdads, right? Maybe. No, it's just you that calls them that. I, I've never had. Crawfish. Google it. So <laughs> I know crawfish. Has no idea what you're talking about. The little <laughs> things that look like lobsters, but they're. they're... Crawfish. Craw- crawf- I call them crawdads. I'm surprised you've never you've never seen them or had them. I have. You've seen been them. I know you. You're been to Louisiana. You know where? Me? Hold on. No. You know where Louisiana is at? America. Let's start there. Well, that's that's good. Southern America. North or south? <laughs> Probably south. Because what they state snow? does a border? It's North America. What state does a border? Yeah, he doesn't know. So it's <laughs> so knows. we're definitely going with crawfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean it. It stunned well, me. that day when, when touch, it went over the map. Does it? Does it touch Georgia? No. No. Whoops, no. Texas. Flag. Texas. Oh, oh, I think Alabama. he's. I, I, I think he's googling it now. No, um, he is. He is. He's bringing up a map. I'm not. He brought up a. <laughs> Texas is to the west. I believe. Oh, it's the little boot. The direction hey, of, hey right. the boot. The boot. Okay, so it touches Arizona. Or is that oh, Arkansas? No. Okay. That's Arkansas. So, it's AR. Arkansas still doesn't touch Arizona. What is that one? 
No, I thought that was Arizona. Okay. Arizona is over there. Okay. Arizona is all the way over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so bouncing home going on crawfish. So you so clearly sorry. have been busy teaching your children how to read maps and not me. I know. We're, yeah, we're we're <laughs> going to do the map reading a priority. podcast. <laughs> I have know your state. Children. Know your state. Well, I used to. I don't care anymore. You failed that class, I imagine. That's called a millennial kids. Yeah. All they do is rely on GPS. <laughs> no right. joke. That is it's true, very though. true. How I'm, many people can read a map? Like, look at a map and well, understand and read it. it okay, yeah. I can read a map. No, 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 I really can because uh, when I was a volley, I like we took a map class. Like they had the book, and you have to read the grids. That's for the county. Right, right. <laughs> so you know how in county baby steps. <laughs> okay, okay. But I did like I can read a map, but my problem is visualizing roads. Like roads. Like when like when I'm driving, and someone's like, "Oh yeah, you know this road, and it's next to it runs parallel to that," and they're trying to tell me something, and like I'm nodding my head while googling the address. That's why he shouldn't have a license. Yeah. He's not even googling the address; he's just watching it. Yeah. Anime. Yeah. Do you still do anime. that? Like, ask I, people, do they anime. watch anime? No, no, we don't do that anymore. Now gave we, up on that? We started asking people what their favorite shoes are. Hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite shoes? I see you got... I got none on right now. Because we're inside the Rants in the State Studios. But I think you had Adidas on today. Well, when I coach, I have the fancy pair of gold shoes. Those are pretty cool. Because uh, your Go school Cougars. colors are maroon and gold. That's right. So I wear the gold shoes. That's pretty cool. I feel like I stink again today. Like <laughs> literally stink or just yeah. you don't know what you're I'm, talking about stink? If you guys don't smell, clarify I that. smell like a campfire. Yes. I'm so thankful I'm not in the studio today. <laughs> it's a good thing. So I didn't. So So Chad is actually from New Jersey. Yes. Born and raised. And luckily, because he's from New Jersey, he just is born with the knowledge of how to pick a lock. So we didn't have to break any of Steve's windows to get in. He just picked the lock. The bad part is one of his little lock picking tools snapped inside the keyhole. The bad thing is, is he had a key to get in. So we didn't have to break it. Literally left the garage door. Gave him a key to the front door. What do you expect from a guy that can't read a map? <laughs> you think he's no. going to use the key? I gave you took the key back because you didn't trust me. Remember? You took Good back, call, like, Steve. Good back. call. <laughs> so I'm going to keep I breaking read. your windows till I get it back. <laughs> Call the fire department. Say you left the oven on or something. <laughs> oh man! So balancing homework life. Yes. Uh, I think when we did our pilot episode, which is like kind of hidden. Uh, we talked about schedules, like work schedules, and what it boiled mm, down to is we all one. we all have very differing schedules. Like we all used to be matched up with what Steve has, and it was four ten. So we did we worked like seven thirty to four thirty ish, and uh, four days a week. No, no not seven thirty six thirty six thirty. Oh, that's right, because I'm on five eights now. Yeah, so to six thirty, I, I was doing the math in my head. It's hot in here. Are you guys sweating? No, it's just you. No, it's just you. <laughs> just for context, I'm running late. I'm filled with corned beef and cabbage, and I spent like stink. he was a little slow. And I'm like an hour and a half into trying to figure out why there's like 
our recording setup's not working. So because of work life balance, like it, it was hard to get in here previous to set this up. Yeah, it, it was had fa- family, and it's it's just a my very mom hard to cabbage. Yeah, and then she, my aunt, has a chameleon that we had to figure out how to put an automatic mister on because she's drying out. Uh-huh. Like a chameleon, like the the animal. Yeah, like it. It like the lizard. Changing. Yeah, like and did you know they lay eggs? What did you put on it? A jacket? Yeah, that's what reptiles no, like, do. So it's shedding. Okay, my snakes. Oh, I have boy snakes. Oh, do snakes lay eggs? No, but she's not like. Not like a chicken, how they lay yes. eggs and yes. you eat yeah, them. Yeah, they lay eggs. No, yes, Rept- all reptiles, snakes lay eggs as well. Just like constantly, cow. just poop out. <laughs> Not eggs. like chickens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like my chickens <laughs> and ducks. We got our first turkey egg. That's kind of cool. <laughs> is it as big as an ostrich? Why am I the lead on this? Why does someone else take over? I'm okay, work-life balance. <clears throat> so speaking about uh, schedules, and most of us work a, a weekend. So yes. that that also hinders what we can do family wise and send stuff like that. Everyone knows everything happens on a Saturday or a Sunday. Yep. So juggling that, like it's it's a very hard thing yeah. to do. So so like uh, we work Sunday. We used to work Sunday to Wednesday. Then Chad and I both ended up going to Sunday to Thursday to get home. I was having issues with working late. It was hurting my diet. I was coming home eating. That's the reason. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to put that out. I had to put it out. There. I didn't like coming home and eating dinner at 9 p.m. and then like going to sleep. Wait, you get done with work at 6:30. I know, but it. Okay, still okay. done it. I got to get all my makeup off, and it takes forever. <laughs> Detox, <laughs> get all the fiber going. Exfoliate, like get all the insulation out of your hair. Yeah, <laughs> and the beard. That, that's only on the days that he actually works. You know, <laughs> some of us work for a living. That's what he likes to tell us. <laughs> so it ended up being. Uh, I went back uh, to get off of 4.30, and I pick yeah. up that day. Chad, it helped you with volleyball. Absolutely. That, that was a big help. Practicing and stuff like that. So, I, so my day doing volleyball season, just coming to work. I leave work, go home for like a half hour, and I'm at the school for another two, three hours. So it gets busy, but it's all worth it. So that's, that's why bouncing it, where if I was on – the four tens, I would probably not be able to do that coaching aspect. Yep. Just of how, yes, you gain an extra day. So you, we all make sacrifices and that's what mm-hmm. one of the sacrifices was. And it the, was a good move. That was a big thing too. I just slept that third day. I did nothing. So I was like, I'm wasting it. Anyway. Yeah. That might be a problem. Yeah. Well, you want to get that check. Now I have my CPAP. Oh, good. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like it, it, I just wasted it. I did nothing. That's correct. And You're I was just like, so tired. Yeah. Why bother? So Webb, I don't think you wait because you still have four tens. You don't really waste it anymore. No, I never did waste it. <laughs> <laughs> I love my third day off. To be fair, Steve has the cleanest, most meticulous house out of the four of oh, us. Stop it! Like it really is. Clean. I don't have kids. <laughs> well, well, it's so easy. To all right, keep it so. Clean. When you had kids and and they were in high school and stuff like that, you were on the five eights or the or the four tens. Well, when when I first started with Comcast back in 09, it was five eights. Mm-hmm. 
So, and then they incorporated four tens, but now looking back at my schedule for before, I don't know. I think the four tens have always worked out for me because having that third day off, it allowed me to get to the sporting events better, you know, especially on Thursdays because it seemed like Thursday was a good day for different sporting events going on. So I don't know. And then Saturdays was always a good sporting event day. As you probably know. Yep. Saturday's a big one. Sunday for me. Sunday's hit or miss. Like there are sporting events, but less than what you get on a Saturday. Right. The only thing with the 410, I would say that's not convenient is getting done at 630 and sometimes getting home by like seven. A lot of the evening sporting events. Yeah. You don't have much. So I miss, I miss a little bit on, you know, during the week, but you know, it worked out. Now my kids are all grown up and gone. So I don't have. What about Paul? Like, so, so I have teenagers. Steve's are grown up and gone. Jono. Well, all still working on it. Jono has chickens and stuff like that. <laughs> no, but, but Paul, like Paul has Pigs. younger kids. Like, how do you handle Like, how, how do you, because I know when kids are younger, they got a lot of activities. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, like, like Chad, I've got four, but they're, they're, you know, only one's a teenager. The other is 11, nine, and six. And they are, they're very, very active with, with different things between dance and well now the youngest is she's trying she's trying T ball that starts next nice. week but she's had soccer and gymnastics and then you know my son does football and baseball been doing both those for, for years. It's it's tough. And you know, I I didn't have kids when I worked a late shift sixteen, fifteen years ago. Um, so I've almost always worked what would quote unquote be an early earth shift, but yeah, it's always, it was always a struggle every shift that I've worked. Yeah. I mean, I've you also brought up day. a very good point there shifts cause maintenance oh, being yeah. a maintenance tech is on call. That's a totally different animal. Yeah. We, especially, you know, once upon, you know, when I first became a maintenance tech, whenever we would be on call for that week, we would work a 12 to nine schedule. Just I remember those schedule. Which I, I loved it as a maintenance tech because it just it gave you some flexibility, it gave you yeah. some time to sleep in the mornings. But yeah, it, it kills your evenings. Um, that entire that. week is pretty much shot. Yeah, and I so have that always, schedule too. Yeah, it's always tough. And the one thing I've always I've always done though, and it's kind of been like a, a little bit of a downside for me too, because I've always made a commitment that no matter what, I will make every single practice or game that Absolutely. I that the I have any here. remote you know I've only missed a couple they've always been for for you know either music typically because I'm out of town you know flight away or I'm a couple hours away for for something so I just I just can't physically get back my, um, my dad always told I'm, me that it was against the law for dads to go to sporting events and that's why he never went to them <laughs> they must well, have changed fun. that law I think they changed okay. it well it, it is funny though because when, <laughs> when I talk to when I talk to guys and you know in person and some Facebook groups that I'm in and stuff and you know even just like when I became a maintenance tech you know one of the first prevailing thoughts is like well you you're gonna have to miss time with your family yeah that's you know, it's just, it's just what, you know, the, that's not true job though. to provide. And that was my thought. Like, you know what? No, like that to me, like, that's not logical. Like the only thing I, I can't do, I wish I could do more is that I love that chat coaches. Yeah. I wish I could coach stuff more. I, I coached football for a couple years and that was fun, but it's just, just with, with having four kids and a, and a time commitment, like maybe when they get older, I'll have a little 
more flexibility because you know it will be a little bit easier. Maybe, Definitely, but, when they get older, you get more flexibility there. Yeah, so like I'd love no to doubt. do more coaching than I than I've been able to do, but like I, I always made that commitment that no matter what else I had going on in my life, that I would always be there for for my kids, just because you know, I think that it's to me it's always been that's that's been the most important thing being there supporting them being a champion for them even if they're not good at what they're doing because i'm not gonna lie and pretend like my kids are all the masters of their universe some of them are very gifted and some of them it's just yeah. it's just a good activity it keeps them active helps them make some friends you know so it's like i just i love that they that they do stuff and i just want to be there supporting them i want to know that dad's going to be at every event possible you know, even if it's just, you know, even when I'm just taking my son to football practice and I'm just sitting there for two hours in my truck, just sitting there, like, I don't care. Like, I'd rather do Absolutely. that than not be able to take him. But, and, and, I mean, that's a good aspect there, like, like that you said that, because I feel, too, it's like quality time, because you're there watching them, you're away from work, you're away from all that, where you can actually get that quality time where you're not... Mm-hmm doing a bunch of work stuff because you're out in the middle of a field somewhere and you may not have service and not have access to some things. Oh, yeah. So you can actually spend a lot of time with your kids in that. And that's what it's about. But it, it's extremely hard to balance it all out. That's why different schedules, that's why some companies offer different schedules. And that's great. Yeah. There are options there. Look at these two typing. They're acting busy. We're trying to not interrupt you. So <laughs> this is all ruined anyway because we'll talk about it. <laughs> Webb was trying to get me to turn the fan on because he noticed I'm drenched in yeah, sweat. So then, <laughs> then he cranks it up really, really high. And Webby's all there not trying to say anything but using hand motion to tell him to lower it. <laughs> it's like, it's going to take off and, here soon. Yeah, it's going to rip, tear out, out, out of the ceiling. <laughs> Wait, why is it off now? I don't know. You got to touch it. it. No. No, you got to go up. Yep. Yep. It's official. He broke it. Two? Nope. Right there. Two. Two point two. Don't touch it. Cool. (laughs) Do not touch the fan. I don't know what you did before, but that's not good. Wow. Is that loud? Good thing that John was in cable and not fan installation (laughs) or servicing. Can you hear it through the mics? I don't think I hear it. You hear a bit of a wind. Oh, whatever. We'll just keep talking. So, anywho, did, does your house not have air conditioning? It was like 30 <laughs> degrees yesterday. How did I make it <laughs> 50 years without you? Do you want me to put the AC on? <laughs> if, if you wouldn't mind putting the AC on and getting him a cool drink of water. Maybe an iced coffee. And maybe a personal Sorry, fan. you might have to bleep that. <laughs> he needs to switch to iced coffee. He had the hot coffee. In so He's literally melting over here. A lot goes into recording these podcasts. And people don't realize, like, so this pod, let's talk about home work life. We're all cable guys. But this podcast we're doing on the side to help educate and bring knowledge to telecom workers. But we're doing it kind of where we're what's the term we're going to use? We're being backed by the SCTE. They're kind of helping push us. They're they're giving us a platform to do it on. And that's something that we're all doing on the side. 
Yeah. Yep. Like it, it's it's and uh it's just something that we're adding to our schedules. Yeah. So it, it it's not like we just said, Hey, let's make a podcast. We joined the the Society of Cable Telecommunication and Engineers Fudge. He messed that up. And <laughs> basically <Take two. laughs> basically on top of that, we started doing the podcast. So it's yeah. just adding a whole bunch of things that came out to the truck hopefully it's better but it's also doing your passion oh, too that's paul talking. that's paul <laughs> wow i was like what are you like why are you wasting my time webby <laughs> yeah he's sitting right here why has he gone out to his truck why has he going to his truck we, we have a joint like kind of texting thing so we can all like text to each other so we don't have to interrupt the show to it and then yeah like yeah, please that, shut up john you, you talk way too much no but yeah, now but, that you've interrupted the show with it though <laughs> right. but john brings up a very good point there i think with doing the podcast putting it together because it's something mm-hmm. that we enjoy and want to do yeah. so you make room for it yeah like mm-hmm. you want to make it happen like when you have kids born against just like paul myself i don't want to miss a thing yep so yeah. you make it happen and i don't want to miss i used to sing that to my daughter when, when oh. she was like a baby <laughs> yeah well that, that i mean that is a huge part like cause, it is you know on on top of just trying to be there as best as we can for for the kids, but as well, like it's about personal growth and and investment in ourselves. So you know, obviously, we have this podcast. Yeah. You know, we also Jono and I also have an LLC, and with partnership mm-hmm. with with the guys, we're working on a couple different business ideas and stuff that we're trying yeah. to kind of slowly get up off the ground, and then you know, and then we have varying hobbies hobbies on top of that. I know we talked about it the last podcast we're going to try to get Jono into golfing a little bit and embarrass Never. us out there when he shows up in overalls and can i just watch cowboy boots <laughs> well that that is a good point we still we do do we have any updates for the golf outing yeah that's that's a good update to put out there yeah so we uh we had a call the other day and so we're still looking at you know a few more confirmations from from comcast that they're cool with us to move forward um, just because mm-hmm. they are the largest MSO provider in the area, so we want to make sure yeah. that that we can get you know good participation from their folks. Like Absolutely. Yeah. So 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 far the feedback we're getting seems very positive. I think as long as the COVID trends continue to go, go down, we should be good to proceed. It's it's tentatively scheduled right now for May 11th. There's a chance we could push that, but we're really working hard on getting it set for that date at the. Uh, it's you know we're hoping to still hold it at the. Uh, the queensland uh, golf course on the eastern shore in queensland maryland but two cool pieces that we are working if we are able to proceed forward with it we are gonna also offer some on-site training sessions there so that's That's another piece that we're trying to solidify so and there's vendors too right yep there's tons of vendors there from just about everything that you can think of you know from equipment manufacturers to, to, to cable manufacturers um, to people just working on advanced technologies awesome. and, and all sorts of stuff. So lots of cool vendors there. Um, we're going to have some training, some fiber trainings and a few other things. That That's key. We're hoping that we can, we're working hard to make sure that it's actually some hands-on stuff. So we'll have some, some speakers talk on some topics, but we're, we're working to, to have, you know, hopefully if everything goes as planned where we can actually have some trailers and stuff set up and let some people actually do a little bit of fiber training and, and kind of see That's how, awesome. how it works. Splicing so, in that. Yeah, we'll, we'll be yeah, bringing we'll Jacob work. in from Indiana. <laughs> hey, I mean, it'd be cool. I think it's probably, you know, hope probably too short a notice 
for him, but it would yeah, actually would joke. be kind of cool to bring. Hey, he he knows he knows it. it's what he does. But I cannot personally say that doing the vendor day is awesome because I was able to do one a couple years back, and the technology that's out there is insanely mm-hmm. awesome. From TDRs, fiber splicers, anything, fusion machines, like it's just insane and awesome. So yeah. you will be there, and you and I will basically have fun learning stuff, but then completely ruin the golfing thing together. <laughs> the two guys I'll watch. We'll <laughs> just play, we'll play it as best ball and pretty much it'll be off of whatever Webby or, or I hit. And you <laughs> pretty guys, much. You can, you can drink your duels and have fun. That's what I was going to yeah. say. The two guys on the team that don't drink are going to be the wild, obnoxious ones. For I me. used to <laughs> take part in some sort of golf. So before oh, the truth comes so, be, so before Top Golf was oh, really cool, they were all over New Jersey. They had two level golf courses. You go on it to up up a deck mm-hmm. and yep. smack a whole bunch of bullets. Well, I I used to do that like once a week. And then you hmm. did some chip and putt, stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. Then I moved and lived on a golf course. <laughs> and it <laughs> ruined all of that. <laughs> but the you SCTE has brought me new life. Maybe I can How many golf balls have back. you like found in Oh the my yard? goodness. How many have I hit back, or how many have I... Or mowing your, Yeah, getting your lawnmower like, stuck and... Buckets full. Like, I still have a bucket from the first summer that we lived there, sitting in cool. the garage. Like, that many. That many. None has uh, hit your house or anything? It came close, but no. Nah, nah. So, so to just so you know, balls can get expensive. So, you know, if you want to share... Oh, that I bucket, got some. Yeah, sure. That would be amazing. <laughs> and they yeah. asked for them back. Be like, nope, yeah, sorry. Bring your... SCTE. Bring your balls, man. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, bud. SCTE a, needs this. I got a game coming up. Yeah. I am confiscating you your golf ball for the SCTE. There so, you go. Yeah, make sure I always need to look on their face when they're like, what is this guy talking about? SCTE? Who's that SCTE? Is that a new club? <laughs> so, but yeah. So, basically... Uh, where I th- this is definitely a topic we're going to come back to. I'm glad we have a an update. Topic. We ha- we got an update on the golf because we're gonna. Speaking of balancing home work life, we're cable guys. We're in a cable telecommunication engineer society. That's the word. We're in a cable society. Wow. Who is also <laughs> going to have a golf thing? I just so. Hit all of that means that now with everything going on, and we haven't even touched on all the other stuff we do, we got to find time to go play golf one day just to teach. Apparently, since Chad is a closet golfer, <laughs> we, we have to teach <laughs> me how to play golf. <laughs> it's 2022. Just, it's just a driver and a putter. That's all I need. <laughs> well, actually, it's funny you say that. Is That's not correct, though, because that's what I thought. I could just go get a driver well, and a putter. you have to drive it and put it on the green to, but, in order to putt it but like don't you have to that's that's like sometimes a, over you gotta get yards, yeah so. you gotta get it really close to good, the good luck the with that tiger woods. But, but, but like for <laughs> happy gilmore over here but like for for an actual golf course like don't you actually have to have a there's like a minimum number of clubs for for what? tournaments, typically That's, it's thirteen yeah. or fourteen um, that that they want you to have in your bag, and they they really seven set that drivers, limit, though, seven so putters. That, That's what well, I'm well, wondering. They, <laughs> well, they set that limit so that you don't go over two because some people will carry any club possible. Um, so, Three like in in my bag, perspectively, I've got I've got three driver. Well, I've got I've got my driver. I've got a three wood, a five wood. I've got a hybrid, and then I've got a a five six seven eight nine iron i've got three different um a wedge wedges um you know i know that a couple different sandwich. Different, 
Not a web, a web. Sandwich? You keep sandwiches then, in your bag? I do. Yes. That's essential. So, Webby has sandwiches. <laughs> so I, I act, but I actually was gonna, I was gonna maybe go try to hit some balls tomorrow if what? anybody's up for for going to a driver range what? tomorrow. So let me let me know if you're if you want to. And, I'm, and gonna actually, well, I'm gonna try to go a little earlier, but if you want to drive them out of my yard on. Back, back onto the golf course. I mean, you could always do that. Just imagine this golfer. He's like, bunk. Hmm, well, that's what they get for throwing their stuff in my yard. Yeah, just be turning it. Throwing it in. They're not throwing it in there. No, they get nasty about it's just it. Just a bad shot. Like they get nasty. Like when it goes in they, your yard, yeah. that's just a bad slice. That's because they take it too. That, that, those are the guys that take it too serious, though. Like we talked about it before. Like I definitely will hit balls in the people's yards. They don't have sandwiches in there. But bag. like, oh. <laughs> Webby's like no. Oh, sand, sand wedge. All right. Well, I know. I know. Chad's running wedge. short on time yeah. there. Do you wanna? Do you wanna hit some truck talk stuff or something and wrap it up, John? Or you want? How you wanna? Well, so the way I saw it is, I've actually got a couple things I want to talk about. So I figured for the part where we wanted Chad in, um, he can do his thing, and and then he can dip out, and we'll just kind of finish the show. All right. Okay. All right. If that's cool, do it. Sweet. Oh, uh, well, that means you leave and then. Oh, now? You're kicking me out? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy's our special guest, founding father, the godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a ring. Get out. Wait a minute. You kept saying five minutes like a half an hour ago. Yeah, so fine. we just. I know, I know. I, I just keep pushing it back. Because I have. Cause, okay. T off is at 11. So I. Oh. <laughs> oh. I got to get out. That's funny. <laughs> it was great to be back, though. Uh, we're yes. we're happy you're in because uh, we we <laughs> good to be back. Go have fun. Close the door. Try not to step on the broken glass. <laughs> See whoa, whoa, whoa. Broken glass. I got, oh no, I'm not bleeding. Hey, because we busted his window in to get Take in. One for the road. I don't want donut. You want me to move? You're gonna tell me there. All right, there you go. There you go. There All right. Go. All right. <laughs> See you, dude. See you later. Bye. See you. All right, so Bye. we can turn. His mic all the way down, just so we don't get feedback. All right, now that Chad's gone, we can do the actual podcast. Yeah, we can get serious now. <laughs> I was gonna say, I've, I've been talking with him and seeing him all week long. I'm, it's, you know, we can, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so uh, on a on a total for real serious note, um, we're definitely gonna like Chad will be back in more often, and we're gonna finish yeah. this topic because we didn't even touch the surface. No, we didn't. We didn't, and it's you know timing was just was just tight, but it was just still awesome to get him back where he can be a part of it. I think it's yeah, it's, that, it's the team. Yep, it's the team. So, anywho, now we're on to industry chat. So, I had a couple things that, um, thanks to uh, links found at the CTAM Smart Brief, which uh, is really great. I've been trying to delve into it, and I've been learning a lot of stuff. So. I just had a couple topics I put in the show notes I wanted to bring yeah. up, if that's cool with you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought these were great topics when I went through them earlier. Yay. So topic one, Charter Spectrum is upgrading its entry-level broadband by doubling speeds to 200 megabits per second in 37 markets, or about 5 million households. Charter's Carl Luschner sees the move spreading to all service areas later in the year. So... This is basically saying I get their so their entry level, their lowest level speed tier was one hundred megabit. Yeah. And they're just doubling it. 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, I, I know a lot of the cable companies, you know, they, they try to do that. They try to update their, their speed. But a lot of times they're focused on their highest speed gear. So they usually focus mm-hmm. on, on getting their highest, and then they make some other adjustments. But I think that's amazing that they're focused on our lowest tier. So no matter what, you're guaranteed a minimum, theoretical minimum of 200 megabits, yeah. which is which is I mean that's that's great because you know, especially when you look at a lot of people that are on some of the government programs and certain things like you know they get access but it sometimes it's a lot more limited so that's yeah. that's and that's more than enough I don't think I've oh, ever yeah. had a need for more than that at my house. Well, like like look at uh to bring back correct me if I'm wrong when I first started with Comcast about five years ago our Internet Essentials plan which was the lowest tier it was like a. Uh, What's the word? It's like a government funded or like a mm-hmm. government assistance, government assistance speed tier to yeah. help at people get internet. I think it started at 10 megabits. It was 10. Yep. And then over five years, now they're up to 50. And mm-hmm. when I first started, I think most of us, we got uh, the blast tier, which was when I started, I think it was like two or two, 200 or 250. Yeah. And it, it is now officially six hundred yeah it has it slowly went up from 250 <laughs> to three to four and now i think starting this week or last week it's just bumped up and they did that to most of the speed tiers so it's really cool to see a bunch of cable companies are just realizing the the demand how society's mm-hmm. growing and and popping it up which one is that you've got blast so webs running a speed test but right we're like now three floors up and we're three floors away yeah. and he's getting almost 300 just so on like his phone. 25 30 feet away yeah through a bunch of floors and stuff that's not awesome bad. not bad at all so topic number so uh shout out to spectrum awesome good on you guys charter spectrum that's that's yep. cool like mm-hmm. shout out to comcast for doing it too like everyone's mm-hmm. trying to pump it up and And how many years has it been straight in a row they've been increasing their uh, speeds comcast i think for i think it's 19 years in a row that they've had years every year they've increased their speeds yep wow yeah yeah which has been pretty cool because yeah i remember i mean i remember when i started and like and the the doxes was you know the motors are just coming around and starting to to become a thing and yeah, the the speeds then versus now, it's just it's amazing, and yeah, it's I mean it's a wonderful commitment that that Comcast has made and that all these are made. So like you said, definitely a big shout out to the Charter Spectrum, Comcast, Cox, and everything that they're doing to to continue to push forward and deliver the, uh, the <laughs> highest level tiers they can. What yes. topic number two? Brian Steinberg from Variety writes: Movies on HBO have four have for decades run commercial free. I thought this was controversial. I, I had to read this a couple times and, and figure out, but then I had different views. But so uh, for decades, mo- uh, movies on HBO have run commercial free home box office and will continue to do so on the channels on the streaming video outlet. HBO max. However, Warner media sees opportunities to give sponsors a new a new roost amid its library of motion pictures. Advertisers can strike exclusive alliances with specific films or groups of movies on the ad supported version of HBO max, where they can buy a quote unquote brand block 
a new commercial concept that runs before a movie starts, then continues without any further commercial interruption. The ad, uh, the, the ads allow Warner media to sell the streaming service at a lower monthly price and give subscribers a chance to watch a broad array of films without too much distraction. Says Julian Franco. Was that the backup quarterback for the commanders? in um, no, that movie. With that was, you're talking about Shane Falco, Shane yeah, Falco. or the Sentinels, who was the starting <laughs> quarterback. For this? You were close. I got to give it to you. Senior Vice President of Product <laughs> Management at HBO Max. <laughs> I wish you were here, Paul. I know. I'm sorry, guys. He but... would just be glaring at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would be just, just eyeing him down this whole time. But but so I, I... when when I first read that, I was like, that's that's not cool. Like we're Ooh. paying. I don't know if Disney's going to come down on me, but when Disney had us paying for a subscription, then you had to pay 30 bucks to watch Cruella. That, oh man, that got right. me. I was going to cancel my subscription if I had one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know what though? I, I, I agree with you. Like when I first read it, I'm just like, really? I was like, cause yeah, you're already paying for the subscription. Like that's part of, Part of paying for it, you would assume, would be uh, kind of an unfettered access. Right. Um, but. But. And tell me if you agree. Mm-hmm. After thinking about it and trying to put my big boy hat on and really think about how things change, you can still pay for the no ads, but they're giving a cheaper option that just has some ads. Yeah. So they're trying to make the. Uh, Inclusivity. Well, they all do mm-hmm. that. Pandora well, and all those music platforms. Yeah. They all well, have the free version, and well, it's it's all about profit. I yeah, mean, yeah. every company's out there to make money. I mean, that's just plain and simple. And yeah. so, and for for any video content or any you know, provider, it's it's about the advertisement. That's where they I mean. Everybody talks about the Super Bowl every year and the million dollar mm-hmm. ads, and yeah. So I definitely can't fault them at all for trying to find a way to incorporate it and i i honestly don't really mind this approach at all because it's it's clear they specify this isn't you're watching a movie and you've got interruptions in the middle of it it's going to be a pre or post block of time so you're talking maybe two three minutes before the movie starts two three minutes after it ends that you've got a few advertisements i mean I, i remember as a kid growing up and you know, you pop in a VHS tape, and what does it have? It has oh, a couple yeah. minutes of of advertisements for yeah, other movies and stuff before it starts. So it's like, you know, I bought this movie, I've paid for it. You know, I've got to fast forward through some through some ads. But sometimes, like, I love going back and and remembering that. Like, it was those were the greatest little trailers and stuff. Sometimes when you go watch those old those movies on VHS tape, and yeah, even, even DVDs had some of it too. So, well, even some of your on demand movies nowadays will have like a advertisement or something just before yeah. it starts. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I think it's, I think it's, it's interesting. It, I'll be curious to see if any others kind of follow suit some already do in certain regards um like if you watch stuff on uh, i think like i know like when i watch stuff through peacock there there's still advertisements sometimes then there's a few other streamings where there are still some advertisements inlays so i I don't i think it just depends on on how long the block of time is if you can fast forward through it, if you can't fast forward through it, I think there's there's some pieces like like that 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 may we may need to look at. So. Yeah, 
because <clears throat> I know uh, YouTube, I actually, I pay for YouTube premium because I watch so much YouTube that I was like, I'd rather just not deal with the ads. Like that was worth it to me. I did a family plan. So I, I get like five people and I can give that to family members and all that. But a certain other streaming service that I refuse to say the name of and uh, whatnot, every, if you're, if you're watching a TV show, every single episode when it starts you have to watch some commercial and i i just it's just an add-on to why i don't subscribe to this specific service anymore other with some other personal things that you guys have heard me complain about in the past yes we have yes so as paul went like defcom 2 silence i don't know <laughs> yeah sorry sorry guys i gotta step aside for just a moment oh that's cool we'll just vamp oh well you gotta step it up we're chit-chatting so i'll take this time so bottom line comes down to the what it sounds like is they have i'm making these numbers up maybe there's a ten dollar a month um subscription ad free and then they might have a five dollar a month subscription with some ads but you still get the service because no matter what they do like to get HBO channels on your on your live television uh, package. You you still pay. It's it's an add on. It's a premium channel. So no matter what, you have to pay for it. But it looks like they're trying to find a way that you can still get those, but they still have to make their money. Which again, like every money, blah, 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 it it all comes down to a business. Oh yeah, like it, no matter what your opinion is. is capitalism exists it's an amazing thing companies have to make money but they can find ways like if you want a service you have to pay for it sorry nothing's free no matter what you think i mean how many times have you listened to a radio station Mm -hmm. and gone through the whole show without listening to some form of advertisement you know and their show is brought to you by (laughs) the (laughs) sec we have ads on our show kind of but no it's uh it's definitely you you just things everything comes at a cost but this is a way to bring it to you cheaper basically it's an option i have so many friends that they'll show me a youtube video and and they're waiting for the ads and i'm like dude you know you could just pay for the premium and you don't have to wait through those ads and they're like eh, i don't care it doesn't bother me it's like okay cool like to some people yeah, it's nothing's more annoying when you're listening to music and all of a sudden three songs in, you got to listen to one or two commercials. And that's, that's exactly why that's, I, I'd rather pay the four ninety nine a yep. month just yeah. to alleviate that. Yep. Cause like you and I, I know me, like you see me, I have an earbud in my ear and I have music streaming in my ear all day. All I have he one ear has music tattooed to his arm. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> No all, kidding. All day I am listening to music. So that that's important to me. So I would rather just pay for that service. But then other things I won't pay for, like speaking to a dietitian or going to a doctor or my taxes, like certain things I'm just not going to pay because it's not worth it to me. <laughs> well, taxes are important. So <laughs> taxation is theft. But uh, <laughs> speaking of tax, do they have taxes in Belgium? Probably. It's European. Sure. So with that segue, one of our uh, other industry news things we'd like to point out is some person in Belgium. Is that the country? Belgia? 
There's Belgium, yeah. So with our podcast uh, streaming service, like the, the the hosting site that we use, it tells us how many how many episodes are downloaded, who, where, what, all this stuff. And we have some dude or dudette in Belgium who has uh, not loyally, yeah, loyally, he has every episode downloaded our episode or, or every week. He has downloaded it, and we want to give a shout out to that guy. It might just be some random computer that is downloading and actually like hacking us, and like is going to be the downfall of mankind, or it's some dude or dudette wearing whatever. I was going to say wearing clogs, but I think that's Dutchland, Holland. Dude, I don't even know my country, but there's (laughs) someone in Belgium who's listening to us, and we want to give a shout out to them. And if it's a real person. Here's your official invite to call in. We'll figure out how to get you called in. I'm assuming it's the same way. You just go over the internet, yeah. telecom, yeah. and be on the show. If you speak English, do they speak English? Well, they must understand us. Yeah, that's a good point. Or he's just like, why? Why do these guys are crazy? They're not speaking Belgian. Unless, unless they have an interpreter or something. Yeah, like just translate it. <laughs> but you are officially invited, unless you're a weirdo or something. But I mean, I'm on the show. Yeah, but it's true. <laughs> but if you're a real person, please like contact us. You've, you know, it's, we've got the, uh, the cable connection podcast at gmail.com reach out and, uh, and I will are, have to, pr- you'll have to prove to me that you're that Belgian person. And are you a member of the SCTE? That's the big question. Oh yeah. You should join. Cause I think there, there is a European chapter. I think it's in Germany though. I'll look that that's up close later. enough. But, Europe uh, is Europe. <laughs> So we have some truck talks. I'm going to talk about my truck talk while Steve panically thinks of a truck talk for himself. And we have notes that uh, Paul has a truck talk. And I'll just take Paul's. You'll just take Paul's. Just make it up. Say it was you. <laughs> Sleeping in the truck, though. I don't know about that one. So I want to, when, when we come down to working, I, I like to think I'm an efficient guy. If you looked in the back of my van on a good day, because Steve's like rolling his eyes right now because he's seen me at my worst, like my van can be very messy, but I like to have a very, 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 very clean and organized van when I get the time to do it. I have all my bins. I have painter's tape with labels on them. I, I try to be very organized. I have my boxes and specific totes. I lay things out. I, I'm very meticulous when I get a chance to clean and organize. I went on a call one day. Here, let's just say it was someone else. Oh, yay, Paul's back. And I yet again defeated the whole point of our secret texting service. <laughs> <laughs> so read that. I we sent us we did a shout out to the Belgium guy. And probably no, that's, and probably offended him a lot. No, I think it's awesome. I I I I'd love to to hear from him. I mean we I mean it's not just the Belgium guy. We've got a quite a few listeners in uh in some other areas. I yeah, won't shout out the Czech India. guy because that's my brother, so I already know. Oh, this is Czech. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Czech guy? <laughs> 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 so we're on truck talks. I'm talking about the story. I kind of ran it by you guys. It, it's very yeah. important. I know. Trust me. I know we are very busy in the field. We are there. Their companies are just adding and adding and adding on the list of things that we have to do in order to do our job. And it is really difficult 
to just quote unquote, take our time and do things right. But as a story, I'll tell that is not me. I'm just going to say me, but it's actually a guy I know. Totally not me. Cause I'm perfect. Sometimes you do have to just take a step back and, and take a breath and do it the right way. So I went to a job. My friend went to a job. <laughs> Am I fooling anyone? It was a four box install. I think it was three TVs and a modem. Uh, the customer already had our internet, Comcast's internet, but had a satellite provider and they were switching just to bundle everything. Big house, underground drop. Tap was in their front yard, probably a 50 to 100 foot drop to the side of the house, all this jazz. And I was, I was running behind. It was a really busy day. And I was like, cool, I'm just going to go down there. I'm going to tone the modem out. I'm going to put, uh, we have mocha splitters, which if you don't know what mocha splitters are, we'll talk about that another day. Long short of it is I went in the basement, I hooked everything up and my transmit levels at the one main box were right. Like, like if 54, uh, was a DB, if 54 DB on transmit is like 54.1 is failing. I was at 54.0. No, 54 itself is failing. Uh, I'm just making the number. Shut up. <laughs> so I was right at 53.9. <laughs> thank, thank God his supervisor's not still on those. Five. I know, right? <laughs> oh, oh no. He's part of the story. Don't worry. <laughs> that rhymed. So I do everything and I hook it all up and I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is not going to work. Cause right off the line, right off the splitter, I'm at 53.9. So that means as soon as it gets to the box with some attenuation, it's going to end up being in a fail zone. So I'm like, okay, well I'll, I'll just have to, uh, the transmit, you know, like, uh, if I, I don't know what tap I'm at, what tap value I am, but you know, if it's just a straight line, this number makes sense. Maybe there's a, a directional coupler or some kind of splitter in the plant. So maybe it's a little high for that. Uh, ICFR is good. Everything checks out. I'll just, I'll just run out and grab an amplifier and, and pop it in and, and I'll just rebalance things and it'll be fine. Cause it, this is just whatever. And I'll have to pad down the downstream because the downstream's kind of high. And I started thinking that doesn't make sense. So I call my supervisor, Chad, as he was here. And I'm like, Hey dude, can you look at the plant for the plant like map for this area? I'm just curious if there's a splitter or something. Cause my transmits kind of high, but I don't think it's not danger high. It's just oddly high. And he starts to ask me all these questions that a supervisor would ask like, well, what tap value is it? I, I haven't hit the tap yet. I just, I'm just trying to get this install done. You haven't hit the tap yet. Why don't have you checked the signal off the tap? I just, before I go out there, I'm just curious. So like, I can see if the transmit should be something. And he's like, go hit the tap. And he hangs up on me. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fair. I go to the ground block and I check the signal and transmit was still kind of high. So I'm thinking, okay, well, it's a, it's an 11 coming out of the ground. The drops only like 70 feet. This seems a little odd. So I backtrack to the tap and I pop open the tap and it turns out that at some point in the past, someone had screwed in. I figured it was a bad underground. Someone had popped a uh, six pad transmit at the tap. So this whole, so all of this time I'm doing all this install, wasting time trying to figure things out. And it turned out there was a pad at the tap. And all I had to do was originally go out there, change the connectors, pop the pad off, put it back on and the signal would have been 
absolutely perfect. And this job that I was trying to fit into 30 minutes ended up taking about an hour because I was rushing through and it may have taken 35 minutes. If I just hit the tap, if it was up on the pole, okay, that adds some time, but I had no excuse. My friend had no excuse. It was in the yard right there underground change of connectors and this whole stress calling my boss. Now he's thinking, wow, how often does he do this? All kind of stuff. He has in my friend. <sighs> so the moral of the story is, ladies and gentlemen, go to the tap first. Yep. Check the tap. Well, maybe the ground block first, then the tap. Tap. Tap first. Yeah. Tap. <laughs> I, I only said that because I wanted to see what Paul said. <laughs> you know, I will say tap first. <laughs> However, know what you're dealing with. Yep. Tap first, but do not let that dictate the rest of your job. Always continue to CPE, no matter what your tap levels are. Yep. Because you never, ever, ever know. Yep. We'll, we'll have so many future stories about, oh, everything looked great. But there was a little fiber, uh, little metal hair. What do we call those? When you prep a connection and a little string wraps around the stinger. Oh, little braid? Braid. Jeez, golly. And, and golly. there's a little braid on Shucks. it. <laughs> Gee, willikers. But uh, you might have a braid wrapped around it. And every time you check the signal, everything's fine. But then it goes out. So and that's what that story. story is. If you start seeing your connections with braid around it, you might want to change your prep tool blade. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's I actually just changed one of mine. Cause it was getting, it was getting to the point where you, you yeah, twist when it starts it to then, wrap that around. Yeah. Then it's time to change that. Yeah. So Paul, would you like your truck talk? Sure. Steal it back. Sure. From yeah. Sorry. We just, uh, you know, because I am at the office today, so I had something I had to take care of. But no, multitasking so, so, its finest. Yep. So my so for mine, I, you know, I had listed sleeping in the truck office or a van down by the river. <laughs> so it's, I, I was just I was thinking about it this morning, especially since you know our initial topic for the day was was work life balance, and uh, especially when I was a maintenance tech. You know, I give those guys all the credit in the world because, you know, there was many a day where you're just running all night long. And, you know, for a good chunk of my career, I've always lived out of system or at least just far enough away to where it's not bad. You know, it's maybe 30, 45 minutes as a maintenance tech away from, from the middle of the systems. But even then, you know, when you wrap up something at a certain point in the night, like there's just no, almost no reason to drive all the way home. And, you know, or you just, you know, you're getting called out or you have a small break. So you got to figure out something. And so I just, you know, for me, it was just sleeping in the truck so many nights, so many days just to catch a few minutes of sleep. And just that, you know, that's why I give maintenance guys a lot of credit. You know, they've done a lot of good work with a lot of different companies with giving guys more time. Um, but it's just, it was always an interesting thing. Like, I just can't think of how many times I've slept in my truck. And especially the one night was, I'll say a little bit my fault, but just poor circumstance. We had a huge, huge snowstorm, a huge snowstorm. This was probably, um, uh, Jesus, 10, 11 years ago. And a bunch of outages started ringing, jumped in the truck, started heading in. Well, where I live, there was only, there was about, about 30 miles of highway 
to get to the to get to Frederick at the time. There was only like two exits. So the one exit I lived off of. Jump off, jump onto the highway, start heading in. I had the radio on um, just to see if I, you know, just to get updates on what was going on out in the weather and traffic and stuff. Well, it was after I got on the highway, just was getting ready to start coming up the mountain to find out that the whole mountain is shut down because of all the tractor trailers getting stuck at the top and sliding. So I'm stuck on the highway, nowhere to turn around, nowhere to go all night long because the whole highway shut down. So it was just this wonderful experience of sleeping in my truck overnight on the highway. At least I wasn't alone. Tons of people around, but we're all huddled in our trucks <laughs> there's a snowstorm going on. So it was just, it was an interesting, it wasn't even a miserable experience. It was just an interesting experience, you know? And so it was a little frustrating because this was before, you know, iPhones and stuff like that were super popular. So, you know, the most you had was like, that little worm game on your phone or something like you didn't have, I couldn't sit there and browse Facebook the whole time or something. So it was a little bit snake. Are we talking about snake? Is that the guy? I don't remember what that game was called. Where it like loops around and you have to eat the dot. Yeah. There you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) But so, but it was interesting because, you know, like that was a fun experience. Um, but it, it gave me just kind of a different philosophy on stuff. And, and, and I talked about earlier how like I always made sure I was there for stuff with my kids. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I worked. I worked and worked and worked. The only time I was home was for stuff with my kids. And then, you know, I, I put in there sleeping at the office because that was one of the biggest things I did for a while when I first became a supervisor. The office on a good day was about an hour and 15 minutes from my house because of where it was it was traffic it was an hour and a half minimal sometimes it could be two hours so i had in the bottom drawer of my desk i had a blanket and a pillow and i was at the office at six o'clock every morning i already wasn't leaving the office until five or six o'clock at least at night, if not much later. And so there was, and there was plenty of nights where it was just, you start, it started getting so late that it's just, it wasn't to me at the time, wasn't worth the drive home. So I would just kick my feet up on the desk, put the pillow behind my head and just crash at the office. And I did that on probably more nights than I would have, I would have liked to have. Um, It really goes to show a lot of people don't realize like you might have a tech who's complaining that he's got to work 30 minutes, an hour, maybe an hour and a half of overtime, but you might not realize that your manager is sleeping in his office because he, he had to work so much and he didn't even get to see his family that night or that morning. Well, and it was one of those things where I, I did it and I know some others that, that maybe did some similar things here and there. Um, and it was it was it was interesting to me. It was because it was it's not something that I ever enjoyed doing, and it's something that I did learn later on was not ne- necessary. I, as I as I grew in my career and understanding of how to be a leader, I did start to garner the understanding that 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 type of commitment honestly is almost never necessary and you know i I appreciate what a lot of guys do and i've 
I've tried to help some some current leaders that are that are still like that. They're you know they're they're constantly at the office and constantly working and and you know you, you can appreciate it to some extent, but at the same time, like you don't need you don't need to commit to that level because that's just an unnecessary commitment at that point you're not really helping anybody because you're you're hurting yourself mentally and physically because you're not getting the the release that you need of being home and being with family yeah, getting up your family yep. yeah getting a proper night's sleep somewhere you know enjoy that day enjoy your days off with your family and with your friends and just even if it's just with yourself like just you need that downtime. You need to be able to step away. And so for me, I kind of use it as, yeah, there was some fun things that we did. And, you know, it, you know, sometimes you're, you're thankful that you're able to make it out of certain city. Like, you know, I got stuck in the one snowstorm. There was another one where I thankfully was able to make it home. One other guy out of our Frederick shop made it home. The whole rest of the shop, they had to sleep at the office because all their trucks got stuck. So you had, six, seven guys sleeping on conference tables and on the floor because they got snowed in. And, you know, it's, you appreciate the commitment that people make, but it's funny because the one guy, one of the guys that got home is because when they said, Hey guys, go home, he jumped in his truck and left. He said, okay, I'm going home. Everybody else procrastinated and got snowed in. So it's just, yeah. So I use it to me. I look at it as a cautionary tale of don't be careful not to overcommit yourself you love what you do. You love your company. You love your job, but you need to you need to love yourself and be there for your family. You know, I, I it's something I've grown to appreciate even more. And you know, I think it's I think it's important. You know, I, there's a lot of stuff where I was there for my kids, but there was also a lot of things that I missed because just being there for like a baseball game or a dance recital or practice that's important. But then I also like. I think about the things that I missed though too, because I wasn't there just during the regular time. You know, I made sure I was there for the events, but I missed the just coming home and, and, you know, being home a little early to watch a movie or pick them up from school or, you know, it's something I'm, I'm much better at now about now, you know, pretty often I'm, I'm walking them to school or I got, I pick them up and I'm there when they get home. And there's just, there's a huge difference between that and, uh, yeah, something I, I look forward to you figuring out on your own a little bit, Jono. Hopefully, we can help you when when right. you and Granny are able finally to get get those foster kids and yeah. start building your family. And thanks, especially yeah. since they changed the law and I'm allowed to now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just I guess it, it. Be cautious, you know. You you know, overcommitment it, it can be fun and like even like the sleeping in the vans by the river. I actually had two weeks that I slept in the back of my minivan. We were, I was on call. We were in the process of buying our house and we were staying with my ex-wife's, some of my ex-wife's family. And I just, I didn't want to disturb people. I didn't want to bother people with my work schedule. So I took my minivan, parked it down at the shop. And when I would get off of work every day, I would go out to, go grab some food. And I would literally sit in the back of my mini. I had blankets and a pillow and I slept in the back of my minivan for two weeks. Jeez. And <laughs> it's just, it's, I, I, I look back on it and it's funny, but it's just, you know, it, your family and your friends and your life is important. Don't, don't overcommit yourselves. Take your life serious. You know, your yeah. work is a lot, there's a lot to work, but 
you know, I, I if I went, if I could go back in time, I would have, I would have never done most of it. It was just, it's so unnecessary. <laughs> I have I've had no issue being an effective <laughs> leader, going home on time and not answering every single email that comes through on a Saturday night, you know, yeah, there's there's definitely certain people that that I still continue to help as much as I possibly can, and I'm still I still try to be there for as many as possible. But my, my personal time is my personal time, you know. I, I'm gonna take it. I, I'll I'll get back to you as best as I can. But you know, if you don't hear from me on a Sunday, it's probably because I'm busy with my family. So right. don't don't take yeah. it personal. Well, <laughs> with all that said, I think we're gonna have a guest speaker take us out on this episode, if you don't mind, Paul. Sure. Guest speaker? Guest guest eg- and exit tro outro speaker. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. All right, well with that said, <laughs> thanks Paul. That was some good stuff. And thanks for y'all listening and don't forget you can contact us with stories, questions, and suggestions at the cable connection podcast at gmail.com. We always want to give a shout out to the SCTE and the Chesapeake chapter for helping us out. They can be found at SCTE.org and SCTE-ChesapeakeChapter.org. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and other major podcast players. Always try to have fun, stay safe, and when in doubt, check check your cables cables before before you start start recording. recording. Yeah, we got to get used to that whole team up thing. (laughs) And and, and hire a professional engineer, not John. Right. Well, no, to be I think... Web Webs the Studio engineer owner that's true operator that's true. Webby's technically listed as the engineer. Well, then I'm just gonna pop well, you know, in but. my defense though, um, we are kind of like rigging this in a way that is not normal. So yeah, we're kind of reinventing podcasts. So right now. we're just trying to take what what we have and uh, making it better, and we just haven't found the solution yet. All right, well, I give you one week or you're fired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good good Goodbye, enough listeners good enough. <laughs> so long